Welcome to the Sexy Biz Babe podcast. I'm your host, Tia Lin, a business empowerment coach and motivational speaker. This show is for the high achieving woman who wants it all. Each week, I walk you through how to own your power, generate consistent leads, attract clients, and close sales with ease and confidence. It's time to make money doing what you love. Let's dive in. Hello, my sexies. I am so excited to share this episode. I have Gianna Rackman on today, and we go into really the depths of attracting a soulmate or future partner and the energetics of it. We get really deep in maintaining your energy so there's room to attract that person and not be in this like scarcity mindset, not play games, not be in this like needy area or fearful energy, but more of like you are so empowered that you're magnetic and you're just attracting it. And a key point is not playing games and not trying to like plan how long it takes for you to respond or do some like guidelines of a book, but really own your confidence. That's what it is. That's why it's attractive in attracting your soulmate is really just having that and you're a whole person and then you attract another whole person to connect deeply and you feel valuable and they feel valuable not in this scarcity, just again. (laughs) And it's really exciting for me because I've never really been in this space before. All of my exes before, you know, I was just dating or we were in a serious relationship and maybe I even loved them, had a really deep connection, but I wasn't in that space to want kids or marriage. And through my past relationships and experiences and dating, I've really found what areas I struggled with in relationships, what areas I needed healing, and what ways I needed to work on to be ready for a healthy, secure relationship. And through these years that I've been working on this, I found Gianna and I've worked with her, I've done courses with her, and she's helped me grow so much. And so I'm really excited to have her on, and I love her perspective. I love that she doesn't put people in boxes or teach in a one-size-fits-all way. There's no rules. There's more alignment and energetics and really being healthy and secure in yourself. So this is a really great episode. I would say, listen to this multiple times, take notes, come back to it, reach out to Gianna if you really connect with her because she will blow your mind. And she has an amazing Instagram, so go check it out. And I just remember hearing a long time ago that you should never be attached so much that you feel like you'll die if they leave you because we have the freedom to leave at any point and you can't like think life happens shit happens 
And they could leave you at any time. And to create safety in your relationship and non-attachment is key. So we do talk about that quite a bit. She really is a great example of embodying her teachings and she's just been so fun and flirty and cute and very in her feminine energy and I know it sounds crazy but it looks like she tamed the party boy but that's not really what happened but you know Dustin is on one of my previous podcast episodes sex party with Dustin and he talks about how he's a party boy and how he doesn't have relationships and how he's cheated and then now they're in a relationship and he's in a relationship with a relationship and love coach of all people who is very self-aware and I'm just like what how in the world did she do this so so she talks about that as well which just blows my mind and I love it. I love the development of their relationship. I love that I kind of like had them on my podcast and then her on mine and I kind of got the behind the scenes of their relationship developing and it's just insane. So (laughs) you'll get a lot out of this episode. It's very amazing and one other thing is like she's an amazing coach. (laughs) Check her out. And she teaches on love, codependency, boundaries, you know, manifesting a soulmate, keeping it, all the things, being very healthy and secure. And then before that, you really got to work on your confidence. You got to work on really being okay with who you are and communicating that, whether you're dating or your attraction level or, or your confidence when you go out. And that's what I love to work on is really being who you are, accepting yourself, accepting the weird, the quirky, the sexy, the polarizing, whatever parts of you, you really got to accept yourself as who you are and present those to your partner. Be yourself when you're dating. And that's what I love to work on. So if you want to work with me on really growing that sexy, confident, magnetic self, reach out to me. Go to the links in the bio. I have my sexy confidence free workshop always available so go check it out or send me a dm because that's what I love it's also kind of fun because you get to watch and listen to my journey as I go through these changes and growth and attract my soulmate and future partner whether it's on my podcast my youtube videos or on instagram so enjoy the journey and let's dive into this really great episode Hello, hello, everyone. I am so excited for this juicy episode all about attracting your soulmate, feminine energy, and really not just attracting them, but keeping them and keeping that masculine energy and feminine energy balance, which, you know, sometimes we struggle with as women that are supposed to be and do everything. So, I'm excited to have Gianna Rackman. She is my favorite love and relationship mentor, and I've been following her for years, and I've watched her grow and, you know, even have a soulmate relationship, and then she just got a new boyfriend. So we're going to kind (laughs) of make this as juicy and fun as possible. So go ahead, Gianna, introduce yourself. Hi. (laughs) Um, Yeah, first of all, it was really sweet. Um, 
Yeah, I do relationship coaching and mentoring, and I work with um, women on things like self-love, codependency, boundaries, anxious attachment, um, you know, and just really having like the healthy, fulfilling relationships that they really want, which sounds kind of like stale, but it's really like, I don't know, because it's like have the healthy, like happy relationship that you want, but it's really like, you should feel like really fucking met. Like you should feel really satisfied. You should feel um, and there's a way to feel that, like to feel like almost like the excitement and the depth of something for people that can feel like what toxic relationships can kind of feel like. Like, I feel like, um, a lot of people have this idea that like a healthy relationship is like boring and like, oh, it's only boring because it's, you know, healthy. And and I just think that that's like a bunch of bullshit. I think that you can have a relationship that is passionate and like really fulfilling and also have it be safe and secure and committed and consistent and like where you have a healthy relationship to yourself first and, and you feel worthy and all these things. Um, and I just think everybody deserves that, like to have something healthy, but also like really fucking great too, you know? So yes, I would like out. to hear some of the examples of what a not healthy relationship is to start <laughs> with. Cause I bet people listening are like, they don't even know. You know, I think the biggest thing that we can really look at is like where our attractions are coming from, right? Like, um, and that for me personally has always been what I've, what I've looked at. Um, cause I've, I've had, um, attractions that were rooted in like, oh my gosh, I really want this person to choose me. Um, even though we may not be that compatible actually as, as people, as humans, as partners. Um, but if they don't, like if they don't choose me, then I feel like I'm not enough. That's just like one example, right? So the the desire and the attraction is ultimately rooted in a place of insecurity. It's not truth, right? It's it's wanting to feel validated because you don't feel that way in yourself versus actually like feeling like you want this person and to be with this person. So um there's so many examples I could give, but I think that it's it really is about looking at where your attractions are coming from, your desires are coming from. Um, if it's coming from a place of, you know, wanting external fulfillment, external validation to be saved, to be fixed, um, versus already having that inside of yourself. And then just feeling genuinely attracted to someone who like adds genuine fucking value to your life. Um, and who you're genuinely compatible with, who you respect, who you think is attractive and fun and sexy and great in all of these other ways, you know? Yes. So I am an anxious attract, you know, attachment type. So there's definitely times, especially in my past relationships, where I didn't feel okay. Like mm-hmm. I needed something from them. I needed them to give me love, show me love show me that they cared for me. Otherwise I was like dying inside or I would like start clawing kind of flying back at them or throwing a fit or making an argument, whatever. There's a lot of things that I did in my previous relationships that I learned from. So Mm -hmm. what tips do you have for maybe that anxious attachment style to start their growth journey? Mm-hmm. You know, I really think that so much of it is about um, cultivating um, those feelings inside of yourself first. And honestly, and, and that's what I, um, that's one of the the biggest pieces of like my work is codependency work because of that. Um, I just don't think that you can date and like be in a relationship in the same kind of way if you do not have 
the ability to open your heart and like be open to another person and like invest in another person um, while still having a sense of like a strong, solid sense of self-worth, a strong, solid sense of fulfillment and like security and safety inside of yourself separate from whether or not someone shows up for you because sometimes because like what it's felt like for me just to give you an example like um you know because as you know like I'm in a newer relationship and I went through the things that I like tell my clients with right and so trust with another person takes time um And they have to, it takes a little bit of time for them to show you who they are. And so in the process of of learning about who somebody is through their actions and how consistent and committed they are, um, it's really, it's, here I am. Um, It's really about being able to hold yourself and feel okay, even if someone gets unavailable, doesn't want you, doesn't choose you. And being able to intricately understand your own needs in the moment that are continually being triggered through dating and like your insecurities and your fears and for the anxious, anxiously attached, it typically is like wanting validation. It's um, wanting to use a relationship to fulfill your sense of happiness. It is um, not having a sense of security and safety inside of yourself separate from being with this person and the idea of them pulling away, feeling really, really triggering and things like that. And so it's like when you can just identify what specifically is happening for you in the dating process, you can hold yourself. Um, even if someone is acting like a fucking jackass, right? Like even if someone's just unavailable, even if someone just doesn't want to be with you and, and that doesn't make them a jackass. Right. And, and you're not going to feel the need to, or if it comes up a little bit, you know how to handle it, right? To You're not going to choose to like claw after them or chase them or like, um, you know, do these things that essentially just keep you hooked on someone who may not be the right person for you or cause you to um, create an unhealthy dynamic with someone who, who could actually be a really great partner and just throw off the dynamic, right? Mm-hmm. In a way that doesn't feel good for you, you know? Yeah. Well, so I I have so many questions, but I guess we're just going to dive in organically <laughs> how it's coming. Okay. So I feel like I used to be like the too cool girl. Like I was anxious inside, but I would just play it cool. And mm-hmm. I learned that by being on a podcast episode where they called me out. They interviewed mm-hmm. my exes and then they identified <laughs> that I play it cool. So like, even though I'm going crazy inside, I would just detach and pretend Mm -hmm. I didn't care. So after learning that, I started doing the opposite now while dating. And I Mm -hmm. found somebody that I was attracted to. And I was like, ooh, I like this person. I'm interested in them. And I felt like because I had all these, these like, oh, I just play it cool. I just detach. I just don't speak up for my needs. Those are ways that I was trying to like be different is like, speak up for my needs, share that I'm interested, um, kind of like put forth effort. And then I did too much. Like I felt like maybe I put too much out there and they didn't have space to then chase after me. And I'm like, okay, well, how do you find that balance of 
chase versus being like true to yourself or like your feelings? Mm-hmm. So I don't think showing you're interested is chasing, right? So I think that when you genuinely are someone who feels worthy, who has their own sense of relationship to themselves, where they feel fulfilled and happy and like have their own sense of purpose and like other relationships in their lives, like family, friendship, like whatever, um, that like you have a life separate from your love life, right? Um, you're not going to always be the one leaning in. You're just not, right? And if we're leaning in a lot, it's usually out of anxiousness. It's usually out of insecurity and low self-worth. And so there's going to be, it's, I couldn't necessarily break down for you. Oh, this is how many, from that state of being, this is how many times you reach out or don't reach out. It's really a genuine embodied place, right? Of like, I'm just a fucking secure person who feels worthy, who feels whole and I'm interested. And so I act accordingly, Mm. but when I'm not like, but that doesn't mean that like, there's not room for that person to lean into there naturally should be room for them too from that place that just is naturally there. Does that make sense? Yeah. It might not have just been a match at that point, but we as women oftentimes just be like, Oh, I did something wrong. I did this wrong. But then really maybe they just weren't a match. Mm -hmm. We didn't want the same things. Oh, that's a good, that's a good takeaway ladies. So Let's dive into how do we attract a soulmate, especially if we don't like the dating apps. I don't like the dating (laughs) apps. And I just had one of my uh, helpers tell me that question as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, to each their own, I think that it's always good to keep an open mind um, and to just be open to all the possibilities, but I get it. Um. But at the end of the day, like, I think that whether you're on dating apps or not, the most important thing is about your internal state of being, because it's like, you can have your soulmate fall in your freaking lap. And if you're not ready for them, you're not ready for them, right? Like, you're not necessarily going to be in the energetic state to let them in. Um, Like the relationship that I'm in now, um, I know, like, years ago, before I really worked on like codependency and self-worth and like anxious attachment stuff. Um, I would have done one of the two things that I used to do as well, where I would be like anxious and too leaned in, or I would have done the thing where I did something similar because I used to do that stuff too, where it's like, play it cool. Like, I don't really care. And like, kind of, um, cause that, that, that to me is not really a feminine energy. Like feminine energy is like, there is this, you're not chasing, but you're, you're radiant, like you're radiant in your heart and you're like, your heart is open and available but you still have boundaries. You still have discernment. You still have, um, self-worth and standards, but it's not like this. Like to me, that feels like very masculine, like emotionally too. And that's not good or bad or right or wrong. It's just, you know, or like related to sex or gender, but it's like, it's just a masculine energy that isn't really, um, yeah, like it, it just, it, it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like true feminine energy to me. So, and I used to do that shit. Like I used to do the same shit. So it's like, Um, you know, it's like, I feel uncomfortable being available, being open, being interested because I don't know how to be interested without losing my sense of self, without losing my power, like giving my power away or whatever it is. And so I'm not going to be available. I'm going to pull myself out of the game. So I don't lose, so to speak emotionally. 
Um, and so had I have done any of those things that the, I would not be in the relationship that I'm in. It just wouldn't have been a match. Like I just wouldn't have been there, you know, and that's not a bad thing, but it just wouldn't have worked, you know? Yeah. I feel like all the times I've met people, I actually have met them in person. That's just kind of where I meet people and I feel like me feeling open and not attached to any goal whenever I go to a place. It's more like I'm just open and I have this strong belief that I will meet someone anywhere. It could be at the grocery store. It could be at an event. It could be my friend. So I have that Mm -hmm. strong belief that I've challenged myself. And then I'm just open and radiant and enjoying myself the most. And then that's what attracts people to me. And then for me, something that helped me with, you know, past relationships of any form, dating, whatever, is that even if they didn't fit like, oh, I want a tall, older, certain type of person that hits specific boxes, I was open to it if it was different from what I Mm -hmm. expected or perceived or even desired. Like they were like a little bit different. So like the last person I met was like at a friend's birthday and Mm -hmm. he was much younger than me and he didn't fit my usual stereotype of like age, ethnicity. But I Mm -hmm. felt that connection and that energy. So I was just open to it. And I was like, you know what? Let's just give this a try. Let's Let's not put it in a a no box, even though Mm -hmm. it's not exactly what I'm looking for. Turns out he fits like my five must haves in Mm -hmm. like a relationship. And it's like the first guy I've liked in years on that level. So Mm -hmm. that's one of my tips for that. Um, Do you have anything to add to that? No, I I think that's great. Cause I think that um, the last like my last two relationships, which I would say are def- were definitely like, you know, soulmate relationships. And they came from that place of like, I am in alignment with what I want internally and I'm open. And I'm really just like following, I'm following that feeling of, ooh, this feels good. This feels good. This feels good. But it's not from a place of, um, it's from a place where you're actually like at, in a good place, <laughs> right? Like internally yeah. in your inner work versus like, oh my gosh, like toxic, addictive, like, um, you know, validation seeking. Oh, it feels good to like, when they give me attention that I'm not, that I don't feel inside of myself. So let me follow that. Like, it's not like that. It's like, no, I'm already good. And this feels good. Right. And so kind of trusting those, like listening. And again, that's like, if we're talking feminine energy, it's like, that's a very feminine energetic thing to do where it's like, because to be connected to your body and your body's wisdom, right. Versus your trauma or your anxiousness or your triggers. When you look like your body will communicate with you, right. It will communicate with you, your needs and your desires and like when they are being met and when they are not being met. Um, and it's really good and very important to be able to get connected to your body and like what it's trying to tell you. Um, and listen to the aligned body cues and when they when you're pulled explore it because it's for a reason whether it is um you know maybe you're going to have a really great experience outside of the rigid limitations of your mind that you don't actually care about um or whether there's something there to learn that's going to get you ready for the relationship that you're really actually right for 
and on the opposite end, right? Like, oh, this person seems really great on paper. And like, mm-hmm. you know, they like really want to be with me, but like my fucking pussy feels dry as fuck. <laughs> you know? And right. Like, and it's like, why is that? And it's like, oh, well, they're very, um, they're not in their power. And like, I don't respect them or like whatever. And I want somebody who can like, like have a stronger masculine energy than I have or whatever, right? Like how to listen to your body. So I love love that. Force it. Well, I will say just like this discussion, I did make each of those moves, like me inviting him to do something or me speaking up for like my needs, which was very new to me in like Mm -hmm. a dating. And so like I did listen really deeply to myself and spoke up and it made me feel better actually. But now that I lost him or like he's detaching I'm like oh I did it wrong I did it you know I I put too much energy I did too much and like I'm making myself wrong even though I probably did do the right thing for myself and my needs I'm thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like yeah. women do that all the time yeah I mean I just think that it's like I think that we have to get a lot more playful and a lot more curious and a lot more like willing to be fucking human in the dating process. And so it's like, if we're not sure if a connection is right for us or not, like that means the metaphorically, the the pot on the stove is at a simmer. It's not at a boil. Don't throw the fucking pasta in yet. And like, you know, and then, and like, then don't obsess over like, do I put the pasta in now? Do I not put the pasta in? Do I put the pasta in? Do I not put the pasta in? Right. Like, like fucking give it time. Like allow yourself to be a human, allow yourself time to feel and explore. And if you fucking like throw the pasta in a little early, like just fucking dump out the water and fucking blow the water again. And, and, you know, like let yourself be human, like let yourself be where you're at. Like you're just at the end of the day, it's like, have fun with it. Be curious. And just always remember that like, you're just doing the best that you can with where you're at and the information that you have and like where you are on your journey. And if we don't get it right every single step of the way, like, Hello, welcome to the human experience. And then you learn from that. And then you do that information you do with that information accordingly and you get there and you, and you figure it out. And it's like, as long as you keep going, as long as you're willing. And like, I think this is another element of soulmates. It's like, there's a timing factor, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. we have to, I think a soulmate is someone who is ready for us when we're ready for them. Yeah. And I think that we can be giant dicks to ourselves and it's not necessary when we get needy or we aren't, don't feel worthy of it yet or whatever. Um, and like, what does that do? Like, what does that do when we beat up on ourselves like that? It does not do anything, you know? No, it doesn't. Uh, it really doesn't. It doesn't make you feel good. Timing is sometimes a thing. I mean, there's been people that Mm -hmm. We hit it off and then they disappeared and then they came back months later and then they told me why. Like they were going through something. Maybe they had an ex bothering them. Maybe they went through sickness. You never know. Like I've been through times where a guy was like wanting to see me more, but I was going through something way too big to share with him. It wasn't like a, a first date, second date, even like that was like a relationship thing if I were to share what it was. So I couldn't be myself or be vulnerable because it was too much for like a brand new person to deal with. So it just was a timing issue. Mm -hmm. So if you do, let's just say somebody's dating and then they're like, Oh my God, this person is awesome. They match my needs. This is who I like. I haven't liked someone forever. 
but then they feel like they like showed too much or showed too much interest. And then they did like the rubber band effect where they like distanced themselves. Like they went in a lot, they hung out a lot, they connected a lot. And then sometimes guys like detach. What -hmm. would, what recommendations would you have for that type of dynamic when they like, whoa, shit, this is too much. And then they completely like detach. I would just always remember that you can't fuck up your desires. Like you just like you were, I really believe that like you can't fuck it up. And like, um, I like, I think that people in those situations and I've been there myself, like we have to get a lot less concerned about, Oh no, like, will this person come back? Will they not come back? And really just like look in the mirror and be like, am I being who I want to be? Right. Am I showing up in the way that I want to show up? And like, if not, okay, like I've evaluated that and let me like work on that and let me do my best and let me not be a dick to myself about it. But like, just know that I'm a person on their journey, learning, growing in their perfect divine timing on their path. And like, I'm just going to show up for that. And that's all I can do. That's all I can do. That's the only thing that's in my control. And so when I do that, if they come back, beautiful. If they don't, it'll be somebody else, right? Like we don't have to like, get so attached to like it has to be them it has to be them it's like get more attached to like yourself like you're your fucking soulmate first it's like cliche but it's true you know so true spend more time with yourself what are you hiding how can you be more yourself that's something that I've been doing is like Mm -hmm. oh what was I maybe hiding from this person or what was I maybe like not embodying like ooh, go Mm -hmm. go embody that more do you have any yeah. tips on connect, disconnecting that energy? For me, if I really connect with somebody, it's on this, like, I feel them. I don't know if that's <laughs> what other people feel, but like, how do you disconnect from them? I do cord cutting and whatnot, but sometimes it doesn't go away. And I'm like, is that an, an anxious thing? Or is that like a bond? Like, how do I, how do I turn that fucking thing off? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit of both, to be honest, because like a bond takes time, um, but a connection, there there can be a level of connection that feels instant, right? Where it's like you just resonate with each other, but also like, I don't, like, I think that we really have to question when we feel connected to someone who isn't showing up for us, right? That to me is not a real connection. That's, that's anxiousness, right? So again, like we want to get more curious about like what it is that is driving the connection, that feeling of connection. And so if it is like something that's like, oh, I just feel really connected to them. And maybe through some further self-exploration, it's like, well, why I feel connected to this person is because I just, you know, I felt really good with them at times and now that's gone. And I really want that back. I want that feeling back with them where they make me feel really loved. They make me feel really wanted. They make me feel or they made me feel those things. And it's like, okay, so I believe that it's really just about the feeling and you can give yourself, you can access a lot of that feeling in your relationship to yourself, right? Like, um, you know, like that, just like one example, like there's something to be said about like when a man desires you that you like, Mm. you're super fucking hot. And no, it's it like, is. Oh, it God. is. Even yeah. you saying that, I'm like, it just is. It is hot. It's so fucking hot. Right. And it's like, it's like this feeling where you're like, mm, like it just does something to you and it just like makes you feel like it makes you feel like fucking like radiant and like, you know, and just like magnetic. Right. But it's like, 
you can you can fucking feel that way on your own like you can fucking go out into the world you can fucking do it in your bedroom you can fucking like turn on some music you can like you can fucking like self-pleasure you can touch yourself you can go fucking dancing like you can literally just have a moment in the mirror like whatever and like you can access your own feeling of like i feel so desirable right or like whatever the essence of the feeling is for you and like um and you can be in that fucking magnetic radiant place without needing somebody else to put you there like you can put yourself there you know yeah no I love that that's kind of how I do it is I'm just like I'm fucking awesome this is what I am like I'm magnetic that's kind of how I walk into a room at you know when I'm out and about which is why I tend to attract people in person Mm -hmm. doesn't matter what I'm doing I've had people in Target come up to me and ask me on a date in the bra Mm -hmm. section so like it's just that energy I feel like you can meet Mm -hmm. someone anywhere but it's keeping that and then uh, I don't know one lesson that I've learned recently is you know what I did get really excited about this last person because they did match so many of the things that I was looking for that I haven't had someone match in the future I mean in the past and so I was just like making it that person But it was honestly a sign that, wow, I'm on the right path. Wow, Mm -hmm. this guy showed up. What else could show up? Wow, like I'm a fucking badass manifester. I'm I'm on the right path. It's this or something better. It's going to keep getting better. So like that's what I try and tell people is like, oh, my God, you manifested this guy and he's not like meeting your needs, your desires. Dude, it's only getting better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to keep and, uh, that energy, but sometimes. I mean, it's definitely um, a practice, and you got to have like the balance of the masculine and the feminine, right? So it's like you're you're in your feminine energy, you're feeling radiant, you're feeling like fucking magnetic and turned on, and and somebody's like giving you this energy back because they're responding to your energy, and it feels really fucking good, right? But then it's like, do you like you also? I think it's important to have your inner masculine online, so to speak, where it's like you can still have a level of like discipline with yourself where you can, you're not like, you don't lose yourself in a relationship, right? Like this is where like the whole like love bombing thing comes in, right? Generally speaking, um, when we're able to still maintain our self in the dating process, we don't just get knocked off our feet onto our ass, Right when someone is overwhelming us with love, right? We, um, we are less tempted to just get really attached prematurely to someone that we maybe don't know that well um, yeah. and haven't had experiences with to where they've had the opportunity to show us who they really are through their actions versus just showering us with like love and adoration and attention and gifts and all these things. Um, and so to be able to like, cause I mean, even in like a non toxic relationship with like a non narcissistic, non narcissistic person, it's easy. Like it's the beginning of a relationship can be like when you're dating someone that feels like exciting to you. Right. And they're exciting to you because it's like, maybe you haven't had a kind of connection like that, like in a while or ever to that extent. Yeah. Right. And they seem like maybe the fucking sexiest, most amazing man that you've dated thus far. And like, they have their shit together and like, they seem available and, and oh my God, I'm fucking attracted to them. And like, we seem like we have this and this in common. Right. And like vice versa, right. Like on both ends, but it's like, you can be in the experience of that and still kind of know, like, 
I'm going to enjoy this and this can be exciting. And I still keep my fucking wits about me, right? Like I'm, I, I don't actually know this person yet, right? Like I don't actually know how available they are, how they handle conflict, um, whether or not they're full of fucking shit, (laughs) you know? And so, and so it's like, like you, you go with it, right. Versus like being like, oh yeah, like two weeks in, let's sign a lease. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And like already, you know, in a relationship, whereas you don't know how they handle, I don't know, a life event or if they're bullshitting you about how much money they make and they're just like presenting themselves as this one person, but they're really not. It's easy to fake shit. Like a lot of people fake shit. So on that note of, you know, you feel it and everything's good. Do you believe that you should pace yourself with dating? I've heard some things online where they're like, oh, you should only see them once or twice a week or, you know, yeah, I know. I feel like any boxes are ridiculous, but I want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) I mean, I think to each their own because everybody's a little bit different in their needs and like their schedules and things like that. I just think at the end of the day, it's okay to be excited. It's okay to like spend a bit more time in a relationship or whatever, but it's like, at the end of the day, like you just want to make sure that you're not your hair in my nose. Um, <laughs> that you're not losing, that you're not losing yourself, right? And so it's like, um, like if your like your passion, your purpose in in life, right, like is is starting to like fall off, right? That's a little like reel it in for a hot second, right? If like other things that really matter to you are falling to the wayside and that doesn't feel right, like genuinely does not feel in alignment with you and your values, reel it in, right? But like at the end of the day, like, I do think it's a balance because sometimes people can also go on the opposite extreme where it's like, I need to really like date them for like years and blah, blah. blah. But it's like, when you are someone who is self-aware and intentional, and then you're dating someone who's self-aware and intentional, that can move a lot quicker, right? To where you can really kind of, there's an element of it that's always going to take a little bit of time. Um, but I think pacing yourself is really relative, um, because different people are at different places in their life. Right. And there's some people who are like, I'm ready for my fucking husband. And then there's some people who are like, I mean, I would get married, but it's not, you know, I'm not in a rush. Like, let's really have fun and like take it slow or, or whatever. And so it's just about, you being true to like where you're at and like what you really need, but Ooh. you know, so it's just like, yeah. that's uh, what I think. that, that brings up my next question. So if you are in a completely different place, like I'm at, I'm in a place I'm fucking open for love. I mean, it took years to get here. I didn't even fucking think of marriage till later yeah. in life. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in my thirties. It wasn't until recently after my last relationship that I'm like, I'm fucking ready. I feel safe. Mm -hmm. I feel secure. I feel I can deal with things. I'm like fucking ready. So now that I'm open and I'm attracting certain things, but I also have needs. Okay. This is going to be a personal question. And I bet some ladies relate to this. I'm a fucking, (laughs) yeah, manifesting. Like I'm a sex coach. I have a very high Mm -hmm. sex drive. So like, Mm -hmm. what do you think of having friends with benefits while searching and attracting a partner. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So 
first of all, girl, same. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like, but it's like, that, again, like there is nothing wrong with that, but it's like, it's when it starts to be at the expense of the bigger picture that it's an issue. And that's going to be different for different people at different times. Right. Because it's like, again, it, it's so, it's so nuanced. Like there are people who really struggle with anxious, like that are, you know, highly anxious and they cannot, they have a very hard time having sex with someone without getting like really freaking attached to them. Right. So if that's you, you should probably maybe not. Right. But, and maybe compensate with a vibrator, right? yeah. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. But it's like, if you are someone who can really be in the moment and, and experience like fucking deep pleasure and like connection and like orgasms and fucking bliss and like enjoy it without needing it to be more and have a mindset. And this is, this is the mindset I went into it with my, with my now boyfriend, um, where I was like, you know, cause the people always get afraid of like, what if I get like used for sex and blah, 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 whatever. And like, um, it's like, it takes two to be used for sex in my opinion. Yeah. It's like, because you're a fucking adult that can make your own choices and it's your responsibility to know yourself and to know what you can handle and what you can't handle. Um, and for me personally, um, my approach is if it feels in alignment to have sex with someone, um, and it doesn't lead to more, that's okay. Right. Like I'm not going to have sex with someone who I'm not dating, even if they say they want to date me because fucking talk is cheap actions. Yeah. Create trust. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, um, I am not going to ultimately bet on that, right? It's not that I'm going to be mistrustful either, but it's like, I'm going to ultimately be okay with, hey, like this might not lead to a relationship. And even if we are in a relationship, we might not stay together, right? And I don't need that. Like, it's always going to feel like a win to have sex and enjoy sex and like enjoy connection. Or even if you don't have sex, even if it doesn't last forever, because it doesn't have to, but it's like, um, so I think that if you can have sex without it feeling like it is pulling on your energy or pulling on your focus or distracting you, or like you're having like sex with someone and they're taking up too much of your energy or your focus and they're not right for you or like, or it's, it's triggering like anxious tendencies and it feels like an unaligned relationship, right? Like if it's interfering with you needing to do what you got to do for yourself and what you want it's not, it's not productive. Right. But if you can actually, um, if you desire sex on the way, like great fucking sex, like on the way to the relationship that you want and you can have like clean energy in the process, like fucking go for it. But some people don't want that though. Like some people are like, I'm not interested in having a sexual relationship with someone that I don't have a deep trust with or like a deep level of intimacy. And that takes time. Um, but then there's some people who are like, I'm fucking horny and like I want to have fucking fun and I want to have great sex and like you know um I'm gonna fucking enjoy that like on the way you know so like neither is wrong or right it's just what do you really fucking want and what can you do without it fucking up what you really want you know yeah what can you deal with yeah and it's not taking away like I would say like my ex he would always be like back in my life but he would take all of my energy. He would he would mm-hmm. take up my weekends and not really have that space to keep dating. So even though we kept trying to be just friends or friends with benefits, it just wasn't it. So he was taking up that right. space that I needed to have to find a partner, to be open for love because he took too much of my energy. Sense. 
So that's, that's, I like that answer a lot. Whereas other people, I can have freaking really good, deep connections where it's almost like we're friends. Like we care about each other. We're intimate. We have deeper relationship where we can connect and have deep conversations and snuggle and kind of like love each other in that depth, but also be open for a relationship and not attached in that way, which also is Mm -hmm. kind of like a poly where there's more room for love. Like, I don't know. It takes like a deeper understanding and relating Mm -hmm. to do that. And yeah, (laughs) I'm not putting the monogamous people out. I'm not saying that you couldn't do that. I'm just saying like, sometimes it just, it's awareness of yourself, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's very key. Self-awareness for sure. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, I have so many questions. Where do we want to go? You tell me. Yeah. So what do you think about, okay, from an outside perspective, I was just like, shit, she's already in another relationship. And you talk about codependency. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I bet you're getting those trolls and people and you're like, why are you already in a relationship or you're too codependent? (laughs) What do you say to that? Because I think it was powerful that you went out of a relationship. I see the power in that and I see the growth. But to anybody being like, oh, they go from relationship to relationship and they don't have time to grieve, what would you say to that? I think that there's a lot I could say to that. Okay. So it's like sometimes, you know, again, like I think life, it can be so nuanced. And I think that, again, generally speaking, and I'll fill in the blanks here, but it's like generally speaking, like you have to do what is right for you and like what you're ready for and what is your growth edge. Like sometimes there are people that are far too comfortable being alone. And sometimes there are people that are very very uncomfortable being alone. Right. And so the growth edge is going to be different person to person. But what I will say for me in particular is like, I did not feel um, a sense of, I didn't lose my sense of, of self and like autonomy in my last relationship. So it's not like I had to get it back when it ended. Right. And so like that on top of taking the time in my last relationship to just really get clear on like what I really wanted and like what I really needed and like, like what I was really ready for. And like, and I came to terms with that, um, while like, and kind of accepted that while in the relationship and also a bit after it and kind of, um, you know, there, okay. So there's something to be said about how give a relationship time to try and grow with you, how there's like a part of yourself that really almost kind of like grieves while you're still in the relationship. And it's like, yeah, you know, oh, so I it's know. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like there, there was an aspect of that there, mm-hmm. um, for me personally, where it's like I'm really, um, becoming aware of like my deeper feelings and needs, and like trying to cultivate that in the relationship, and also really accepting the very real possibility that this relationship might not be able to do that. Um, and so there was so much of that, and um. 
we kind mm-hmm. of like opened our relationship at the end. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, not kind of, we did open it. Um, yeah. but so I also kind of like paced myself, um, in my new relationship, um, accordingly to what I really needed. Um, so I didn't feel suffocated in, in like yeah. what I needed for me individually. So I just really like, honestly, just listened to what I needed, where I was at, what I felt ready for. Um, and I didn't like, to be honest, like, I think that I would have probably gotten my relationship sooner. Um, had I not had a relationship like Mm kind of before, you know, like there was definitely moments where it was like, okay, I'm going to like take this time to really like, you know, day to day or like weekend or like week to week to really just feel and like maybe not be as available. Right. And it wasn't, so it's like, I, like I took that, like I took what I needed and I just, period. Like I just did what I needed. I listened to what I really needed, you know? Yeah. People don't know online. People don't know until you said, Oh, I'm in a new relationship. They don't know how long you've been working on yourself, working on your healing, grieving the past relationship, whatever it is. And Mm -hmm. it is a thing with women. I think there was a meme of like, once the breakup happens, like you have like with women, especially, or the feminine energy, you have usually women it's predetermined. Like they've already detached. And then there's a point once the breakup happens, but we've usually already detached maybe months, even years I've heard of like, oh, it's already done, but then you keep trying, but you like, that's just like a thing I've heard a lot. And that's, I've done it. I've grieved, you know, you grieve, you mourn, you, you've kind of already detached and then it happens. There's like a point. Mm -hmm. Whereas like guys almost, I feel like it's like in the moment I'm doing it because you're like what no yeah I said denial (laughs) what I said maybe a bit of denial until it's like official yeah yeah for for sure denial like oh I'll keep trying I'll keep doing this oh my gosh okay so backstory is Gianna she pretty much tamed a party boy which he was on my podcast (laughs) episode Dustin Ruka, you can go check out the episodes. It was like sex party with Dustin. And he was pretty much sharing how he doesn't really have relationships. He's cheated in relationships. And like, he's not looking for a relationship. So how the fuck did Gianna, who's this love and very self-aware and like feminine energy, get this guy that's like, oh, I'm not about relationships and I'm detached to like, be open to a relationship and be in one now? Well, let's make, <laughs> let's get one thing clear. Yeah. I'm not interested in taming him at all. <laughs> I like him wild. <laughs> Love that. Okay. That's, that's key. That's key. I like that. And I think that we're in a relationship because I didn't, I didn't want to change anything about him. Like we just, you know, and vice versa, right? Like there were, there the, like, I just feel like in each other's presence, we both felt loved and accepted and like respected and like cared for mm. um, and just genuinely compatible in like our needs emotionally, mentally, sexually, like creatively as partners. And so it's just, <sighs> I, I think that people can sometimes get this idea because I, I mean, I'm obviously aware like Dustin, right? Like, you know, he has like that, he's had that reputation or whatever, but it's like, and then 
you know, women can find themselves interested in a guy like that and be like, okay, how can I get him to like, how can I lock him down? And it's like, that's really like, that's, that's kind of gross. Like I get it, but it's, it's gross in the sense where it's like, let me contain this person and who they're being that I'm attracted to. So I can feel secure. Right. And it's like, that's really, that's not love. That's not love. Or trying to change them was a key point. Like trying to make them different from who they are. Yeah. And when you just love someone for who they are because you actually love them and you're not trying to change them to make yourself feel better because you already feel good, you're either a fit or you're not. Right. Mm -hmm. And in this, and in this case, we just, we fit, you know? Yeah. So it was, I think, yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Like you just were there and you were being yourself and respect and honesty and honestly loving them for who they are. Those are huge. Whereas a lot of women, especially, or, you know, men too, they try and change them or keep them even the same in the opposite way where they're like, Oh, don't grow. Don't grow out of who I think you are. This is who you are. This is who you're fit in my world. And they don't let them grow. So I think that's dude. I I think that's amazing. So Another thing around that is, I don't know, I'm curious with him, did you share like you were feeling deeper feelings or with, I don't know, I guess with masculine energy or whatever dynamic, when is it okay if you like them, like to tell them? Um, mm, <laughs> this is like, uh, it took time. I'm like trying to remember how it happened exactly. Uh, <laughs> So little known fact, if you go back and listen to the podcast he did with you, somebody who he was talking about, that was me. <laughs> so. Wait, I don't even know. I'll have to listen. I don't even know. <laughs> Shit. I believe he said something along, because it was right around that time that things, you know, whatever. So there was, I just remember him saying something along the lines of on your podcast, like, um, there's someone who I am just kind of like open to like, whatever, like I'm seeing where it goes, whatever. And we were both kind of like, it just happened so organically where like we had, it was just like this, we're interacting and it feels good. And it just keeps going like further in time. Like we're fucking cracking each other up and we're having like these really great conversations and like feeling like just beautiful connection. And then just very organically, like, little like just chemistry moments and like sexual things and like, you know, feeling really seen like these kinds of things just were very like organically happening. And, and I just, we just genuinely kind of like loved on each other. Um, and like just expressed like, um, the way that we felt about each other, like just, in general, like, oh, like, I think that that's actually an amazing thing about you and like, blah, blah, blah. blah. And like, um, <laughs> it just, I don't, like, it just evolved. And then like, there was literally one night where, um, I got just a little, I got a little freaked out. Like I just got a little weird emotionally for like a hot second. And that was like a very, that was like a really big turning point for him and I, where I started to just be like, okay, like I really have feelings here yeah. and I'm like kind of f- finding like my footing in them for a hot second. And he could fucking smell that shit a mile away. Like, I feel like 
I feel like masculine men, like they can just feel when a feminine starts yes. to like contract a little bit. And so it was a moment yeah. like that. And he just fucking called me on it. And I just, instead of playing games, instead of like whatever, like I just fucking like, I just like went into my vulnerability and I just like said, um, I said like what I was feeling and he asked and yeah. And then it was just from there. Like we just had this like mutual, like we're falling for each other moment. Like, Oh, (laughs) like, and, um, and it just wasn't the same from there. It was just, yeah. yeah. So it, it was just something that happened just extremely organically. And I think that the best kind of connections do where we don't overthink it, where we're not like, okay, who says it first? What's the right thing? What's the right timing? Should he say it? Should I say it? It's really like, what the fuck do you feel? And like, what do you want to do? Right. From again. But I think that you can, I think that you trust that when you have like those foundational things in place that I truly think are so important, like self-love and like wholeness and like the ability to have like boundaries and discernment when those things are there, like just fucking feel, like just fucking feel and like be true to that and like express it. Like when you want to express it, like, and if you say it first or he says it first or she says it first or whatever, like who the fuck cares? (laughs) You know, like who cares? I don't know. So it was just, we just had like, to answer your question, like we just had a lot of moments, right. That were like, um, sexual and emotional, um, back and forth continually for like a hot minute. And then it just boiled over. Yeah. Was there any points where he got a little bit like, this is too much and distanced himself? No, no. <laughs> yeah. I think what really helps is you being so aware and open and not pushy, to be honest. Like, I do feel like women, when we get in that, oh, this is what we need to make it into or to make it worth it, or this is what I see, that expectation. When Mm -hmm. women get too much into the expectation or men, whatever, like both sides, that's where it throws it off is we need to get rid of that expectation in all areas mm-hmm. and be open for it to yeah. unfold. Otherwise it does, it just gets that energy. It, the energy gets mm-hmm. weird. So how do you get yeah. rid of that expectations when you are like feeling so much or <laughs> like, say, let's just say you were like feeling so much and then you got that bond and then bam, he distanced himself. Like, what would you have to do? This is just a scenario that I bet I mean, women go through. No, for sure. I just think that it's like, there's never guarantee right like even even when you're in a like for years right like there's never there's never a fucking guarantee and also like when somebody is like certain they want to be with you forever and you're certain they want to want to be with them forever like they could be a fucking goodbye bus tomorrow like it's just like we in general in life I think that we have to learn to just be present and enjoy and like connect and like without needing it to always be there. And that doesn't mean we can't invest and be vulnerable and like, you know, again, just invest, but it's like, you know, whether it's outgrowing a relationship or somebody ghosting you or them getting hit by a bus or you grow old mm-hmm. to go together and you're, they fucking leave you two years at 89 and you die two years later. Like, yeah, I, th- I just think it's 
about being comfortable with the idea of loss to where it doesn't control you and your ability to just live your fucking life and like be present and love like have your heart be open you know so um that honestly one of your videos taught me this a lot like you saying this again brings me back I was in a relationship and listening to your videos and you would say things like if my boyfriend at the time cheated on me right now I would be okay if my boyfriend left me and I I don't know how many years seven ten whatever how many years you've been with your ex okay I don't remember but you saying that really challenged me to be okay whether my partner at the time would leave me at any moment and like feel into that. And what would I do? Who am I? How would I be? And really feel into that moment of security within myself and that relationship at any point. And I challenge all people listening to get to that place. What what do you need to get to that place? Why do you need that reassurance? Whatever it is, because that really helped me in my mm-hmm. relationship was okay. I'm okay if they leave. What will I do? I'll continue with life. I'll put my needs first. I will mourn and move on. So I don't know. I think anybody listening really needs to take that in. Like they can leave. They could die. They could find mm-hmm. their soulmate later, if their next soulmate, whatever it is that each relationship is here for a purpose and a reason. And yeah, there's no guarantee. <laughs> hmm I agree. And I think that that is extremely powerful to get to that place. And you're free. Awesome. Well, I know we're getting to the end, so I don't know if you have to go. But um, was there anything else you'd like to finish with on maybe last tips of manifesting a soulmate, being open to it, anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that... um, relationships are really fucking beautiful teachers that will give you so much information about where you're at and like what you need and like allow them to show you to yourself, whether it's, you know, Ooh, this is what I really want, or this is what I really need to work on. And like, and do that work and like be the version of yourself that you want to be and like pursue your real authentic needs and desires. And don't be afraid to do that because when you do, whether, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're in a relationship, like, as long as you are willing to do that, which is about your relationship to yourself first and your own needs, like you're going to end up in a really great relationship. And that, that really, really needs you. Cause like what I will say about the relationship that I'm in now, um, there's just, I feel like I'm in a relationship that just holds all parts of me. Right. And I feel extremely met, like not only, emotionally, mentally, creatively, and sexually and all of these things. But it's because I was, you know, and as far as like masculine, feminine energetics as well, but it's because I was willing to be the feminine first. I was willing to be myself first. I was willing to look at what I really needed, what I really wanted. And if I was letting that in, if I was being the match to that, if I was being the version of myself, um, that was, that was just there. Right. And, and I put that first and then I, and then I followed the pull. Right. And I followed the pull that led me out of my last relationship. And I followed the pull that led me into the one that I'm in now. Um, and like, who the fuck cares? Like, you know, um, this has been like such a topic lately, like in my world, um, as you've probably seen, because whatever. Um, but there's nothing like 
fuck like what anybody else thinks about you following your happiness because you following your happiness is not bad. It's not wrong. And it's not ultimately at anybody else's expense. And the, you know, the saying goes, which is true. The only people like when you are like, when literally all you're doing is being honest with yourself and the people around you and doing what's right for you. When you do that and other people are mad at you for it or are sad because of it, like you can care about those people, but don't let any of that slow you down or stop you. Not even a little bit because that is not your fucking responsibility. Um, and I just wish for everyone to do that for themselves because it will lead you to not only really great soulmate love that's going to feel fucking great and fun and sexy and beautiful and deep and safe and secure and all these great things, but the version of yourself that you will be in that experience is in itself, just a, such a fucking gift that will last a lifetime where you just feel so liberated and authentic and like free and fucking fulfilled. And we all deserve that. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of people who do project of like, Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, blah, 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 blah. A lot of them are projecting like maybe it's because they're not leaving or they're unhappy in their relationship and they're not supposed to do that. They're just Mm -hmm. like, shaming you because they can't do it or it's usually just a projection of their own insecurities. Usually I agree. if there's, if we have time for one last question. Yes. Would be when do you have that like type of conversation where you're like, where are we is I guess the main thing or are you seeing other people or, (laughs) <laughs> I know this may I, be too long, but yeah. well, what I will say in my experience is if at any point you start to feel like you're not sure, especially like if you desire to be like the feminine or whatever, I just like, okay, like in the relationship that I'm in now, that was never, I don't, I didn't ever feel that way. Like I was yeah. never like, I just, I was, I just think that if there's enough room and time for you, like when you're not an anxious person, like when you're like properly taking your time in the relationship, um, when you start to feel confused, for lack of a better way to put it, it's kind of a red flag, right? Like if mm. someone's like, I don't really know, I don't really know if I want a relationship, I don't really know, you know or they don't bring it up first, like that in itself is kind of like, Hey, they're maybe not that into you or, and there's, there's, and that's okay. Um, or they're not really available. And like, I just think that life again, like life is so nuanced and you just have to listen to yourself and what you're ready for. And at most at once, I would bring it up once you know, yeah. at the point that you fucking feel like it and don't overthink it. And like, yeah, um, d- don't make it so hard and complicated. And like, um, you know, but it, you shouldn't have to like hunt somebody down to get them into a relationship with you. Yeah. Cause that's it, not their desire. It could just it. be like, Oh, are you seeing other people? So you know where you stand and then be like, Oh, okay. Just mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, I know where I'm at. And then kind of like let things develop. I kind of like that. Cause in the past, that would have just been an answer to my question and that's it. And then also being, I do prefer to be in the feminine energy in relationships. I did like when other guys brought it up 
where they ask me a question like, are you seeing other people or, oh, you're going on a date? That's not where I'm at. I'm actually, I'm just dating you. And they told Mm -hmm. me that because I, you know, I desire that masculine feminine energy dynamic. And then we had to have that conversation, but Mm -hmm. where I brought up, oh yeah, I'm going on a date. And I think that's kind of a, a, a way to bring that conversation out, I guess. I mean, it can be because it's like, you're just, you're just being yourself. And it's like, you don't owe someone commitment or monogamy when they, when you have not had a mutual conversation about that and where you both agreed to that. And so, um, like date whoever the fuck you want, as many people as you want, if you want to, you know, um, and don't, and like allow them to do the same unless until there's a conversation, you know, like, we're adults. Like you can date other people and like, um, and when that stops feeling good for you, um, if they haven't brought it up, just bring it up. Right. Like you can just check in with them, but it's like, for me personally, um, it would probably, I would personally probably take the approach of like, because dating's fucking fun. Like dating's fun. Like dating is like travel. It's like, you get to have all these different experiences and connections, even if they don't last forever. You know, you get to get to know someone, their, their past, you get to have a fun moment, you know, maybe you get to have some great sex. Like, it's just, it's just fucking fun. And it's like, enjoy it. Yeah. Right. So it's like, enjoy being single while you're single. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We will have the links in your bio, but where can they find you? Um, definitely my favorite place to hang out probably is my Instagram. Um, so come and hang out with me on Instagram at Gianna Love and Light and you will see all my offers and stories and thoughts and content there. Yes. Go check her out. I love her and I love your videos and everything. Honestly, you have great content. So go check it out. You will be transformed if you listen to it and actually like (laughs) want to change. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Awesome. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and got a lot out of it. Definitely go check out our other episode that we did years ago with Gianna. And we were talking about love is blind and attachment styles and how to be aware of them, kind of learn what yours is and how to improve and grow. So go check it out, episode 43. And thanks so much for listening. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, review, and share with your fellow biz babes. I'd love to hear your thoughts, takeaways, and questions. So leave me a review on iTunes. And until next time, I'll see you at the top. It's up to you to level up.